0: time to spice up your marriage with tips on a great relationship with Robert Kosick on the Sam Malone Show on AM 1070. The answer. All right, America, it's time to inhale, as I've been saying for years, and exhale and bring the stress level down, bring the blood pressure down, bring the agita. the and the and the and bring it down and focus on what God ordains and the news people and Hollywood and the media hate. And what is that? It's marriage. Well, God ordains Hollywood, the news people, the media hate. Find me a primetime show of many of those filthy networks that the husband and wife come together in prayer, come together in, in responsibility and raising kids, come together, you know, w- with a faith based household where the man doesn't look like a, a, a bumbling fool and the woman's a conniving, you know what? Because that's how they see it. They hate what we embrace. Well, we do, and we'll continue to do it that's what's right. Our well-famous marriage talk segment is on. We talk and we focus on the glory, sanctity, holiness, and steaminess of marriage. My wingman, for gosh knows how many I came, i lost track of years, is Robert Kosick. He wrote the book Honor the Val, com. Marriage coach, what's up, buddy?
1: Happy Friday to you, Sam. I am so ready for this weekend. It, it's, it's been a busy week. I've, <laughs> I've been all over the place. I've, I've been to Chicago, Cleveland, Washington, D.C. this week. And wow. I'm, oddly enough, I was on a flight 5.45 a.m. on Tuesday, and the plane was about probably 75% full. So, And it kind of goes back to your notation when you were saying that once the airlines start taking off again, the economy is starting to come back, and we might be on the front end of that.
0: Saw three uh, planes coming in, runway 33L uh, yesterday, seven thirty seven United. And I see, you not, uh, real quick, American has doubled the number of flights they got up uh, yep. from last month. 2,200 to like 4,400 when they normally run yep. 6,400. I'm like a flying freak. Um, we're getting there. Yeah, so oil goes up. Uh, the jobs numbers were f- amazing following the communist Chinese Wuhan flu. So, we're, You know, a lot of prayer. And the great thing is, real quick, Mr. Kosick, is that in a Pew survey, 24% of Americans say they are now more focused on prayer since the hoax of the commie uh, Wuhan Chinese thing. And that's amazing. And Maybe God had a plan, you know, shake things yep. up a little bit, get America back to prayer, which is what the Democrats yep. hate, but it's very cool, yeah, back to that
1: and God we trust thing it actually
0: <laughs> <laughs> wait, glory, sanctity, holiness, and steepness in marriage what yeah yeah man, All right, well, listen, by the way, so props to you uh you have now penned marriage tip number two hundred and ninety eight outstanding, yeah, thank you. Here we go, America. It's on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Let's read together. Mr. Kosick will comment. It's called, thank you for telling me. <laughs> Being told you messed <laughs> up, you did something wrong, or you irritated someone is never a fun conversation to have. However, if that conversation is approached in the correct way, it can actually enhance your marriage. If consistently, If consistently approached the wrong way, it can destroy your relationship over time. So how to respond to constructive criticism from your spouse. One. Listen with an open mind. They're either telling you because they want you to be your best or they don't want you to be emotionally hurt. Uh, They don't want to pile the bricks on top of your head. So how to respond to constructive criticism from your spouse. Mr. Cossack, rule one, listen with an open mind.
1: Yeah, so this this is a little bit of a sensitive topic for everybody because you're in the heat of the moment when these things happen and people just don't like to be criticized or told they did anything wrong. We never like to mess up. And when people do this, You really need to take a step back and take this Particular time for what it's really worth, and this is a time to grow and improve and to get better uh, as a person and as a couple and stuff. So if you approach it with that open mind, that hey, maybe they're saying something that is valid that I need to look at, as opposed to uh, being defensive and and whatnot, you may actually grow as a relationship. And I know this personally because if I get kind of irritated at something like that, my wife is always sweet to point this out to me. She'll always look at me and go, "Well, did that help?" When <laughs> I lost <blow laughs> No, and neither did that comment. And that stuff. If you take a step back and say, you're right, that response was wrong, and I need to correct that with an open mind, you'll actually grow as an individual, which will then cause your relationship to grow with your spouse. So have an open mind.
0: Love it. Constructive criticism from your spouse on our world-famous marriage talk segment, Fridays at the bottom of the hour, 8 central. Number two, when when they are finished talking, your only response should be, thank you. Why? <laughs> Because you should thank them for caring enough about you to tell you, Mr. Cossack.
1: So yeah, they they can tell you, hey, go sweep a highway. I don't care. You know, I don't care about you. I don't care what you do. Just do whatever you want to. But in this particular case, go state, sweep a highway. Love it. <laughs> I, like, Who cares? I don't really care about you. But if they really do care about you, two things: one, to bring it to your attention because they care about you. You should take that for, for what it's worth. But two, it's almost as difficult to tell somebody they're screwing up. Because if they really love you, they generally don't want to hurt your feelings, but they do care about you and they care about your relationship and they want you to be the best you could possibly be. So when they tell you something you did wrong, rather than try again, trying to defend yourself, just say thank you and leave it at that and walk away. And then just go and chew on it for a little while and see if, how much truth is embedded in that. And the part that's true, fix it. The part that may have been embellished a little bit more than what it really was, just blow it off. But, but just tell them thank you and don't defend it, don't do anything. And just let it sink in for a little while, and it'll make a huge difference in your relationship and you as an
0: individual. Uh, you know, our world famous marriage talk segment. I you know how tough, difficult it is to say thank you after you just been criticized. Oh, I, I know. I, yeah. mean, I mean, I don't listen. So when we were dating, uh, and and Denise did fix my wagon, I was being a real jerk. Uh, it was a long mm-hmm. time ago. We were we actually we weren't we were engaged. I don't think we were married yet. We were engaged, and I was being a jerk to this guy. And I, you know, I had a lousy temper. And uh, uh, whatever, and she mm-hmm. jumped. She jumped my wagon in the car. Like she yelled, "Like who the you know?" It was like, mm. you, and you know what? I didn't say thank you. I didn't say anything for like twelve hours. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew she was right, and I was yeah. like, damn, she did it." Cause she I, she says now she did it because she loved me.
1: And that's the worst part. You, you know they're right. And the I know. Like, I
0: know. Damn it, yeah, they're always right. The the World famous marriage talk segment Fridays at the bottom of the eight o'clock hour across America. It's on Facebook, Sam Alone Show. Rule number three about constructive criticism from your spouse. No returning the favor. We all, uh, we all have ways we can be better. However, pointing out flaws that they have right after they finish pointing out, you know, our flaws will only discredit their efforts and trigger an argument. If their flaws important to address, wait a couple of days, tell them, and then you'll get the, the feedback. So basically when your wife says, and blah blah blah, and then you so you don't go. Oh yeah, you know what yeah, you do? Which yeah. is <laughs>
1: kind of a little bit more details than number two, right? Just say thank you, walk away. But that's not what we do. We come back. Oh oh, well you sound. I got something wrong with me. Let me tell you everything I can't stand about you. That's and, right. Yeah, let's see how that goes. Oh yeah, well when we were with so and so. You did such and such. So you're just as rotten of a person as I am. So they're great. All you're doing is making you both have a lousy night at this point, and, and nothing good comes out of that at all, if it really is truly something that they need to work on as well, and you've just been biting your tongue about it, and you do want to bring it up, return the favor and say, yeah, well, if I'm going to be a better person, you should be a better person too. I would wait a couple of days. Let one conversation soak in and and get absorbed and, and kicked into practice. Then you can bring up and say, hey, by the way, here's something I want to thank you for bringing out something I had a flaw, And let me point out something that would make you a better person as well and make us a better relationship too. Uh, not, not just because I want to go tick for tack, but this really is something that bothered me. If you wait a couple of days, the impact of that will be way better.
0: Love it. well famous marriage talk segment. And by the way, Mr. Cossack, and you got to ask Denise when you see her, the, when people come up to say hello, right? Uh-huh. The number one thing they come. I mean, I, mean, I do three hours, 15 hours a week of conservative talk, entertainment, conservatainment. We only do one eight-minute segment of the marriage segment. Ask Denise when you see her, what's the number one thing people comment on when they come up? It's men. It's always men. They're like, dude, thanks for that. Love it. I listen all the time. Whatever. Awesome. Yeah. Our hot and heavy marriage tip now. So Mr. Kosick texted me yesterday. This is when I was having dinner with Bubba and Princess. And he's like, this may be a little too uh, XXX for the content. So I said, well, let me read it. I'm on my phone. And I'm like, nah, it's good. And it had to do with it's internet porn. And you call it watching mature entertainment. Dude, really? <laughs> <laughs> what are you, a nerd? <laughs> Just saying. You know, um, it's actually
1: a play on words because if you're doing it, you're not really mature. But anyway, that's right. a different issue. It's right. an oxymoron, but... Uh...
0: Anyway. Okay, so real quick, real quick. Um, and it's true. So during the uh, the fake hoax of the Chinese virus thing, porn viewing skyrocketed. So yep. Mr. Kosick writes, just the two of us, a common defense for watching what he calls mature entertainment is, it doesn't hurt anyone. The reality is those in the films will invite themselves emotionally into every aspect of your life, especially during intimate times with your spouse. If you want a healthy and passionate marriage, the husband and the wife must be, each other's only source for meeting that need. Any other source, whether real or fantasy, will generate unrealistic expectations, disappointment, and ultimately resentment, which will destroy your marriage and cause unimaginable and unnecessary pain. Someone always gets emotionally hurt, Mr. Cossack.
1: They do. So I listened to a pastor one time, a gentleman who came a pastor later in life, and he was hooked on pornography in his younger days and obviously broke that habit. And he said it caused all kinds of problems for his marriage. He said, when we got married, I thought absolutely for sure when I come home from work, Every other day when I come home from work, I'm going to open up that garage door, and on the hood of the other car in the garage is going to be my wife and a negligee waiting for me to come home. And he's been married for 10 years, and it's not happened once yet. I don't know what's wrong with this lady. Doesn't she know how you're supposed to act as a wife? Watch the film. That's what it's like. And it's just so odd because once that's in your brain. That, that image is in your brain. Whether you like it or not, those people are going to come into your bedroom with you, and you're going to have these visuals that are going to pop into your head and these expectations that are not real, and you're going to have all kinds of problems and this extra pressure on your spouse to do things that probably isn't right for what you need to do or healthy for your marriage. It just causes all kinds of problems, and people say, yeah, well, it gets us in the mood. Or it I'm telling you, all the studies, and there's tons of them, way more than you can imagine, in the end, that will absolutely destroy your marriage because it's no longer just the two of you. You right. now brought everybody else into that. Love it. Avoid it
0: at all costs. That's, we'll that's love it. Plain and simple. Our world-famous marriage talk segment comes to a close for this, the fifth day of June. Go to our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. You'll see it on there, written by my great friend and this wonderful wingman, Robert Kossack, here wrote the book Honor the Vow: Marriage Coach, go to honortheval.com. This is marriage tip number 298, 300, Three hundredth marriage tip will be at the end of the month. That's outstanding, bro. All right, listen. We're looking forward to it. Go have a rock and roll day.
1: <laughs> you too, sir, and have a blessed weekend. And uh, watch the. Go ahead and watch the uh, what is the Hallmark Channel instead of the XXX Channel, and you'll have a much better <laughs> night. I promise.
0: It's true. Right. It is. It's true. It is. All right, gotta wrap it up. Thank you, sir. Quick break. Back in a second. AIM ten seventy. The answer. me and you, love that was made for me and